0: It's called hot chocolate. You drink it. So, you don't know who you are? Oh, yes. Ah,
1: I'm me. I just don't know who me is. I see. But you know me. You
0: recognize me. Well, I uh, know someone who looks like you. That's probably me, then. I think that's one of the main ways you can tell, but you don't recognize me. Hey, panelists. Welcome back to the show. I'm Mark and I'm Steve. And this is going to be a spoiler-full podcast about Good Omens, Season 2, Episode 1, entitled The
1: Arrival. So the synopsis is, Steve? Crowley and Azirathale decide (laughs) to essentially put a cloaking device on the bookshop, which should... Yeah, should should be in air quotes there. Shield yeah. Gabriel from heaven's and hell's eyes, only it backfires in classic strife effect fashion. Uh that's when trying to hide something only makes it more apparent. I didn't know that. So that's a fun fact for me, the striceand effect. Interesting. Yeah. Barbara. Okay. <laughs> Baba. Yeah, yeah. Barbara. <laughs> this was a good episode. I I enjoyed it. I, I was a little confused at the beginning because mm. you know it's not it wasn't I don't know if it's totally clear to a lot of people to understand that 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 in the, in the Bible, mm-hmm. like, like the devil, Satan was an angel who fell. Yes. And so what we see at the beginning of this episode, when it says before the beginning, you know, we see Crowley as an angel. And we realize that, oh, he's one of those demons that used to be an angel that fell.
0: That fell. You know? Exactly. Yeah. Um, that's what I got right from the top. And yeah. I love that aspect. It's like, okay. Because he was so hopeful. Yeah, I I, I love that aspect of that, of like with my, you know, your and my initial thoughts are pretty much the same thing because you see Aziraphale there with him going, oh, hi. Yeah, I created this. Oh, wonderful. Oh, yeah, (laughs) I I created a whole nebula. Look at this stuff. Oh, it's not going to be done after like uh, 6,000 years. What?
1: They're going to drop it. Oh, I loved how Azir, <laughs> Aziraphale had more information than Crowley. Crowley's like trying to be the big bad. Like I did this and i, I made a cool this dude. And look and at what I was, did. yeah, I was, I was part of the team. You know, I was actually in charge and, and Aziraphale was like, well, actually you don't know. All this is just for that little planet that's going to be right there, you know? Yeah. And, and he, Crowley's like, what? It's just, what do you call it? <laughs> Wallpaper? You know, yeah. I thought that, that opening. And then we see in the background, you know, Crowley makes that statement about how is asking questions a bad thing or something like that. And mm-hmm. Aziraphale says, oh, well, I don't want you to get in trouble. And you can see in the background, you start seeing like shooting stars. And I think those are other angels falling yeah you know? and and so it's uh, it's interesting it was interesting to see that kind of beginning of it and then for it to go into the episode uh right away well, it's
0: also the beginning of their friendship if you think about it it's their first mm-hmm. encounter with one another how they get to know each other and they understand each other to some degree and then they find this mutual bond together
1: yeah Yeah. i'm trying to remember because i know in season one and we apologize listeners we did not go back and i didn't go back and watch a retail we didn't watch it We watched season (laughs) one but remember there was something about aziraphale was the the angel who was supposed to be guarding the garden of eden with the flaming sword Mm -hmm. and that's how humanity got fire was because they got his sword from him and crowley was somehow involved in that and i can't remember if it was if we were supposed to think that was their first meeting or if they knew each other I don't remember enough, so I need to go back and, and either watch a YouTube recap of season one or just rewatch season one uh, yeah. to understand the, the relationship. But yeah, we get the idea that their relationship started right there at that moment. So
0: exactly, that's how the uh, season two starts off as mm-hmm. the first meeting of these two and how they uh, bonded, as I like to call it, uh, uh, with their friendship. Uh, even though they're on two opposite ends of the spectrum. Right. Which is yeah. so cool. But to, and they do have mutual respect for each other and care for one another. Which, mm-hmm. to me, I I that's why I really do enjoy this show as well as the books itself, too. Mm-hmm. So keep in mind, everybody, this is a Neil Gaiman story. And uh, you could actually purchase that. And if you go to golden Uh, org, Neil Gaiman has some stuff. And we'll put this in the notes so that way you can link it and go there. He has some stuff, some books and graphic novels, including Good Omens. And you can get them there. And they're signed from him at book price too, by the way. That's great. But uh, regarding this particular uh, episode in the show, with season two, like both Steve and I said, we came in just saying, hey, we didn't watch season one again, but mm-hmm. we're moving in and looking at it with uh, innocent and new eyes. And, yeah. Yeah. And my feeling was, is like, okay, we see this and uh, we get that introduction of Aziraphale and we get Crowley. We already know Crowley's a demon, but mm-hmm. on top of that, we get Aziraphale and we know that he's a book owner, a uh, bookstore owner.
1: Yeah, I thought it was interesting that the relationship we see there is particularly in the the fact that like heaven, like almost totally disregards Aziraphale. Like like at the end, um, uh, the angel Michael calls him a former angel who owns a bookshop, and you have that Uriel, that other archangel who was uh, uh, the woman who was the 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 costume designer, right? The hero's costume designer, and I think that's the one who, who voiced that character in the Invincibles. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Or the Incredibles. Excuse me. The Incredibles. Not the Incredibles. You got it right. That's a whole different thing. Um, But, uh, (laughs) uh, you know, and and we see those archangels there and they talk about, and like Azirothale is kind of like not even, he's been like persona non grata. Like he's completely disregarded by heaven and they're not even, they haven't even paid attention to him until now when he does this thing. But Mm -hmm. yet Crowley, on the other hand, Crowley is being kind of recruited to be an agent by this, um, I can't remember her name, the woman. Uh, who said that she was now, you know, Hell's uh, representative in London? And she's kind of, and he's like, Well, aren't they going to not like the way you're getting the job done or the way, because you're using me? And she's like, Well, they don't care how the job gets done. They just care the job gets done. You're talking about Shax. Shax. That's the one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. She's the one who she's kind of recruiting him. And then later he talks to Beelzebub also, who then is trying to recruit him mm-hmm. into helping as well. So you see that Crowley still has kind of a relationship. With the, the with hell, um, in that he's not completely, I mean, he's still Beelzebub calls him a traitor and all those <laughs> kind of things, you know. Um, but even she said, she's like, Well, if you come back, if you do this, we can bring you back in full fledged, sort of thing,
0: correct? Yeah, and and it's always Crowley <laughs> on that tiptoeing of, mm-hmm. Do I ruin my friendship with the Xerophel? Do I have to do this for, you know, hell? Yeah. Or, or, and then on top of that, uh, do I lose my friendship? That cool thing. And then, uh, or doing the right thing too, because he is a demon, but he wants to do the right thing because deep down he's an angel.
1: Yeah, I was a little unsure of of that whole that whole aspect of it because, like, you get that phone call where the angel Michael is talking to somebody, Mm -hmm. and she explains that well, if anybody is helping him, then and this is before they know that uh, Gabriel is sent down. Well, no, this is yeah before they know that Aziraphale did the miracle. They still don't know that Gabriel's with him, but Mm -hmm. she says something like, "If anybody's helping him," so I wonder if she had something to do with Gabriel being sent down. To Earth, I do feel that same way too. Yeah,
0: I I, honestly, you know, listeners, we're doing this episodically, so we, I have not watched the second episode. Mm -hmm. Neither has Steve. No, as soon as we're done
1: here, I'm going to be watching it. Though we'll we'll be moving (laughs) on. Yeah, (laughs) I haven't
0: even jumped onto it. I only watched it twice, but the fact is, is that every time I get so enraptured, you know, not to use that word lightly, (laughs) too, because of The storytelling, but I get enraptured with the storytelling within the particular episode, and I just enjoy it for the fact that these two particular characters who are two friends that are completely opposites of one another, but yet Mm -hmm. combined are great friends together. And then, yeah, on top of that, they do good as well as some evil, (laughs) depending on what
1: you see it. Yeah, and like I said, that's what was kind of confusing me a little bit was. Was because when Crowley finds out, you know that he could get he could get back into good graces, for lack of a better term, with Hell by turning Gabriel in. Yeah, he still participates in the miracle or the half the miracle to hide Gabriel from Hell and yes. Aziraphale to hide him from Heaven. So I was a little confused there. Of what were what we're actually going to see about them? If maybe I don't know, I, I don't know what they're thinking. Their idea is like
0: a. Ha- um, uh, my thoughts was it was a half miracle on either or, both mm-hmm. good and evil combined, and making right. the best in between. But that's yeah. just my thoughts. Everybody too, because maybe I'm thinking I'm being, you know, in the middle. I'm I'm well, working yeah. right in the middle, right there. Yeah, and they're <laughs> yeah. hiding.
1: They're hiding Gabriel from both, and then what are they going to do with him? Because you know, and and John Ham, I just. This uh, man I just is, love is, the character of how he's <laughs> an abl- uh, he's just completely oblivious to everything. He yeah. thought his name was John. Or Jim. Yeah. Jim. 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 Yeah. He's like, Jim, sounds like Gabriel. Some people call me that. Yeah. No, I love and that whole monologue he did about the hot chocolate was just hilarious. It had me chuckling every time. He's like, oh, it did something here and then it does something here (laughs) and and then it's doing something completely different (laughs) down here. And I'm like, I'm just like, this John, I mean, he did, you know, he did the Confess Fletch uh, movie Movie. that had some comedy, comedy in it. Tag had some comedy in it. So we're really seeing that John Hamm has got some good comedy chops here i think he's uh you know it's a it's a good it's a good fit for him you know I, well i
0: think it's always been a good fit for him i think he, he has been a comedic actor all this time he just was never allowed to uh express himself that way mm-hmm. so much so now that uh madman uh, has been gone mm-hmm. and you know the the shadow of black mirror of the episode is Mm -hmm. gone he could do whatever the hell he wants he could he could be his own person he could actually create some comedy which i think he's perfect for too i think he's a perfect comedic actor and on top of that it's kind of a flip-flop of gabriel who we know because a lot of what we get from the character from what i remember of last season because he did show up last season Oh, yeah, he was he was a big part of last season. And, and he so- was a big bad in the sense of like, no, 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 shaking his finger kind of attitude mm-hmm. to both uh, uh, Aziraphale as well as Crowley. And now he's, they are cowering in fear and fearing for their lives going, oh, my goodness, oh, my goodness. And then he's a dullard. And they're like, they can do whatever they want with him, or mold him into whatever they want for him themselves. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's going to be interesting to see how that, what they're going to do with that and how that plays out the rest of the season. It's only six episodes. I didn't, I didn't remember that it was only six episodes the first season even, but so it's going to be interesting. It's going to be short uh, and, but kind of, it's, it's nice to, to see that kind of different, how they're going to build back, how he's going to get his memories back. What's, what's got to happen. For yeah. Him to do that How did he lose it? You know how again? How did he fall? Um, what you know? What happened? Was Michael involved? Was she not involved? Or uh, was this
0: the powers of B of the bureaucracy of up in heaven? Or was it, it the could, Almighty?
1: You know, they or, keep they, who knows? they don't use the word God. They say Almighty. So it's yeah. I'm I'm really intrigued to see where this where this is going to go with these guys and and like we were talking about before we started recording. Uh, it's really setting up the rest of the season for us uh, with yeah. them.
0: I and, and I love the parallel that there is between both Azarafell and Crowley, but we also get that with uh the barista Maggie.
1: Mm-hmm. Maggie's the barista, uh, Maggie is the record shop owner. Exactly, which, that was a great interaction when she walks in there and, and oh, you remembered my you could tell there was like a little. Like you could tell that, that Maggie had a little bit of a thing for her, because uh, she's yeah, because yeah. she's like, oh, you remembered my order, and and Nina's like, well, I remember all the regulars' orders, <laughs> you know, and then <laughs> and then later when she finds out that Nina has a partner, she's like, oh, you have a part. You can just see how how like crestfallen she is, yeah, at the fact that this Nina, who she's probably been, you know, watching from afar uh, many times finally works up the courage to ask for something, finds out she has a partner. But then we find out that her partner is super clingy, (laughs) (laughs) like all those text messages and all the different, like, Oh, they showed up
0: all at once as soon as they (laughs) got power. And that's as soon as Crowley decides like, Oh, you've been stuck in here. Oh, uh, forget it. Bum. Yeah. Done. And then they bing, 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 bing. Yeah. It's like, no.
1: <laughs> yeah. And you can see that there's a lot of like there was questions about respect in there. And, you know, yeah. so it was interesting. It's gonna be interesting to see how again how that relationship goes and then how the two but I love you that you talked about the parallel between these yeah. two very different people coming together uh as a as a maybe not a couple, but at least friends. So let's let's see how this that's gonna progress. I'm, I'm interested to see how they're gonna be in the story.
0: Yeah, I think that is a key aspect within the season where you have Crowley and Aziraphale and then you have Nina and Maggie. Mm -hmm. So I think they, at one point, both teams come together, but that's just my feeling of what I'm getting out of this particular first episode. And I really do enjoy it. Both getting to know each other. We see Aziraphale and Crowley in the beginning, getting to know each other. And then on top of that, we see Maggie and Nina at that point within getting stuck during that time because mm-hmm. you know Crowley does his little thing in his temper tantrum, as I say it,
1: Yeah, uh, and the, the power goes out and all the doors lock and yeah, the doctor
0: yeah. goes nuts as <laughs> I like to say, because it's <laughs> Dr. Who um, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah. And I, I'm looking forward to seeing that. And then we get the, on top of that, uh, Azirfell and Crowley's uh, issues of dealing with Gabriel himself trying to figure it out and the higher ups up not only in heaven but also in hell itself and mm-hmm. them both consorting with in their own teams trying to figure it out how to figure out where he is what's going on uh, we also have that a little bit of an issue of he shows up naked with a box leaves the box mm-hmm. outside Azirfell kind of goes wait there's a box and he goes out there he gets the box nothing's
1: in it the box yeah the empty box that was going to be my next my next thought my next question is what you know was there something in that box that somebody took out are we going to find out later is there you know or what's the point of the box yeah it, it's you know the whole seven thing what's in the box um no, or schrodinger's but, cat
0: you know it's like, right. is it there <laughs>
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah so i'm 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 interested to find out what's what's going to come out about or that, pandora's box. box who
0: knows pandora's <laughs> box
1: yeah what's going to come out about that yeah that was it was great and the reactions of the people as jo- you know when when uh When Aziraphale asks him, well, how did you come? Why did you come here? And Gabriel's like, well, you know, like when you don't really know something, but then, you know, if you find this person that you'll maybe know something, that's kind of like, it will find the way. Like, like, where did that come from? (laughs) My brain, you know? And
0: like, it's as if he was knocked on the head mm -hmm. and he just didn't remember anything. Yeah. And and that's when okay, uh, Crowley and Aziraphale are like, okay, well he doesn't know anything, so we don't have to fear him
1: anymore, <laughs> right? And we need to hide him. We need to hide him because we don't want we don't want hell to find him, but we don't want heaven to find him either because we don't know why he's here. Like it's it's interesting. Yeah. Like I said, their their take on it, their perspective on it is a little different because they, well, Crowley knows for sure from his contacts at hell that yeah they're looking for him. Oh, yeah. And so they're like, we got to hide him. We got to hide him from both hell and heaven because we don't know who's involved in this or how this happened. And so I love how that's going to play out over uh, the rest of the season, hopefully. And we'll get to see uh, see something happen with that. So, mm. yeah, yeah. I-, I look
0: forward to seeing what we get out of this. But honestly, like I said, listeners, this is the first episode. This is our jump into the new season. We waited. Four years, and I still have a poster from when I went to New York Comic-Con, and I think they had a Walking Dead uh, panel that I got there, and that's where I got the pat. It's kind of like a um, a vinyl-style poster, and I nice. still have it for season one. Okay. Uh, yeah, so I still own it, and yeah. I, I'm like, wow, it's been four years. It's been that long. and That's crazy.
1: Yeah, that's well, happened in the last four years. Yeah, a lot's <laughs> happened. So uh,
0: right now we're jumping into this. So this is all new to us. And obviously, really not much has happened, even though it's like a 45-minute episode total. But it goes by so fast.
1: Yeah, I just watched it again the, the second time today and, and was uh, was surprised at how soon it ended going, oh, okay. So, And I had to stop it to not go to the next one. Yeah. you know and because and it's like unlike last year because i think or last time not last year last <laughs> time i think it was a week-to-week show i don't think they dropped it all at once no you yeah know? it
0: was a week-to-week show but i think when we covered it overall it was just I like think we a, just a, an did, overview yeah. of the whole season and what we liked about it I, we didn't do it episodically this one we are doing episodically yeah. so starting with this this was kind of something i i threw the image up there on facebook I think I throw it up there on Instagram. But regardless, uh if you have any theories or thoughts or if you're following us episodically, please send us some stuff later on. You know, uh, yeah. yeah. And if you want to be on or you have any input, please let us know. That is the one big thing that we like to, uh, to give away. Because yeah. we do have a lot of friends who are listeners of other things. Throw them at us. You know, we, we're going this... I think I feel like uh, I'm a little bit uh, a little bit naive about this, but I want to just have fun with this because this is a show that you could have fun with and learn a little bit something with each episode. And yeah. uh, the one thing that I did not take away, which sucks about this, because I love music, there was a Queen song in the movie, uh, in the episode. There was a couple of
1: Queen songs actually. If you yes if you heard in, but go ahead, you're you're the music guy. I'm just no no no. I'm, I didn't remember them. The good old lover boy. That was the one that was playing while Crowley was okay. Uh, was driving the car. That's a Freddie Mercury song. And then in the coffee shop, in the background, there's like Ooh. an instrumental, instrumental. And I read this on the the I read this on the trivia. Uh, and then I also when I watched it the second time, I, I you can barely hear it because it's very low in the background when Aziraphale and uh, Crowley are meeting in the coffee shop. That Bohemian Rhapsody, like an instrumental or orchestral version of Bohemian Rhapsody is playing Uh. over the coffee shop, uh, speakers. And, uh, so that was a cool little catch. Like I I didn't catch it the first time and I had to actually read about it and then caught it the second time. You can barely hear it. It's very low, uh, in the background, but it's there. You can, you can hear it. So yeah, the music is, is going to be something to keep an eye on here.
0: Yeah, it is. And I am one for music, but I wasn't really paying too much attention, so I'm thankful to Steve right now for bringing that up. I knew it was
1: Queen. I yeah. knew there was Queen in there. So Well, we knew uh, we had a couple of Queen songs in the first season as well that were yeah. featured pretty prominently, so uh Gaiman is English, so
0: obviously, you know, even though he lives mm-hmm. in Rhinebeck, New York, but and teaches up at Bard College, but he uh is a uh a fan of it. Uh I believe the first iteration of good omens that was a uh trade paperback as well as a book was written between him and somebody else this one was it terry pratchett i believe so yeah so and and then this particular season was predominantly done by neil gaiman himself yeah yeah so it
1: was a weird they had a weird falling out over um not this show but the other um American Gods. American Gods. They, they yes. had a. They, there was a thing that Terry Pratchett didn't like. Didn't like his stuff being changed into different mediums or something like that. Yeah, I read that but, somewhere. So
0: that that always becomes an issue between writing. But the thing is, right now, well, Neil Gaiman's in charge of this as well mm-hmm. as Sandman. So uh, keep that in mind, and listeners too. You know, Jamie and I will be back for season two of Sandman cast for Podcastica so uh you know we're doing this now on panels to pixels podcast maybe
1: jamie will be on here
0: who knows (laughs)
1: <laughs> or you can do a dual, do a dual release like Podcastica does with the, uh, some of their other shows too. So we'll see. You, you know, know that's could... what the that's what the TV podcast industries one is kind of a Podcastica TV podcast industries. Yeah, but it's limited to Omen's. them, so I don't want to step on their toes. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. Never, but never. we will give our
0: props to uh, TV podcast industries as well as Podcastica as well. Yeah, but uh, yeah, uh, we will be continuing to do our coverage on Good Omen season two. So uh, if we do get more people in, we will. So uh, you might Absolutely. find a, a pop-up guest. Uh, just have fun. Uh, yeah. But with that, uh, we'll go into podcast recommendations right now since uh, we're going towards the end. We kind of uh, wrapped up our overall thoughts, our little likes within the particular episode. It was the first episode. But podcast recommendations, Steve.
1: Wow, it's you always come to this. And I should think of this beforehand. That's okay. Uh, you know, right now, really, the, the biggest one that I'm contributing to is uh, the revisited podcast with Kristen and Ben. They're mm-hmm. rewatching Lost, they're almost done with that. And uh, they have given their announcement, they hit their 100th episode, and they have officially announced that they will be doing a rewatch of Ted Lasso. Awesome. When they finish, when they finish, uh, so that's that's official. They've released that. So they're they're. I don't know how much of a break they're going to have between. There's about six episodes of Lost left. So you're talking, you know, about six weeks of of Lost that they've got to cover. And then I'm not sure how quickly they'll they'll launch into Ted Lasso. Uh, that's going to be a tough one for me to live, Steve, because I've watched it so many times. But uh, and recently watched it. So it's uh, but we'll see. I I'm, I've been trying to stay away from rewatching the first season for a while now. So just so I can get it. <laughs> so it's not totally fresh in my brain. But uh yeah. So the revisited podcast with Ben and Kristen. Awesome.
0: Uh, I would have to also add another one that Ben has done, which is Wilhelm. Mm-hmm. But him and Kristen have been doing kind of a playoff between of like giving each other homework. One would give a movie and then the other one would give a movie. And it's kind of a playoff. They did Oppen or Barbenheimer first, which was a mutual thing with uh, the Podcastica Network. Uh, And they did Oppenheimer and Barbie. And I thought it was done very well. Haven't watched Oppenheimer yet. Neither have I watched Barbie.
1: I went and saw Oppenheimer last week or this week and uh, on Monday and uh, it's three hours. It's a commitment. Uh, It is a commitment. Just be aware. (laughs) Be aware. If you go in there, it's a commitment. It's good. It's really, really good. It's a little, I will give a a little bit of a, a spoilery kind of thing here. If it's hard for you to follow movies that switch back and forth in time periods, Yes. It'll be a tough one for that because it switches from black and white to color and it switches time periods where it, and it doesn't give you any kind of reference. The only reference you can have is whether it's black and white or color and then basically the, hair, the Oppenheimer hairstyle. Yeah, uh, where his hair lays within time. Yeah, yeah, and that's the only way you can really tell that you're you're in a different time. So it jumps all the way from before the war, like 1938, 39, to like 1954, 1947, mm-hmm. to the 40s when they're developing the bomb. So it's it it jumps back and forth, like I said, without any re- real reference point mm-hmm. for for the the viewer. So you've got to really kind of pay attention to that. Yeah. And I will say, I had no clue the character that Robert Downey Jr. played. No clue at all. They did <laughs> they a really good history books. <laughs> they did a, well. They did a really good makeup job on him. And it wasn't until after the fact when I read that that was Robert Downey Jr. that I went, oh, because you can kind of hear it in the voice, but yeah. uh, you, I, I could not tell at all that, that was Robert Downey Jr. So he did a,
0: a wonderful, wonderful job. Yeah. There's so much to look forward to uh, just to throw out a little love for Podcastica, as it is. Uh, they have a lot more shows out there. Run for your lives with Daphne Paik. Uh They're continuing on with their uh, run for your lives with uh, doing insidious two, which just released. So uh, you could check that out. Wilhelm with uh, obviously with Ben and Kristen and they're doing their trade off of movies. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know what it's actually called but they give each other homework and they have done other movies too. So it's kind of like a dichotomy of like different movies. It's like, Oh, here you watch this movie and you tell me what you think. Cause you've never seen it before. So I think it's a pretty good trade-off and it's usually uh, as like Ben had stated. And I listened to one of the episodes, he goes, it's kind of like listening in on a conversation between two people who had to had watched movies that they never had watched before. And you know the other person knew a lot more than the other. So right. I really enjoy that. On top of that, there's the White Lotus that's coming out. That's Welcome been out. to the
1: White Lotus is podcastica's yeah. rewatch of uh, the White Lotus. So that's that's been pretty good with Jason and uh, different co-hosts, uh, Randy and Penny, yeah. I want to say. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So uh, that's that's really good. I listened to the first episode of that. Um, I haven't had a chance to send anything to to that one Yeah.
0: I don't know if I will or not, but it just depends. So I I haven't really gotten into it. I haven't even started watching White Lotus, but uh, there's so many things out there to uh, listen to, so at least to give a little love out there in the podcast network or podcast world that's out there. So, uh, But with us, with me, well, this is where we kind of move into the uh, aspects of where you can listen to us. So, Steve, obviously you can be heard here.
1: Yeah, and really, um, like I said, I send voicemails, Live Steve, uh, we call them, of my thoughts as I'm watching uh, something that whatever our friends are podcasting on and covering. I did a few Black Mirror episodes for Strange Indeed. That's just sent them a voicemail. So you can hear my voice on various podcastica podcasts and other ones that are out there if I send something to them. Uh, but mainly right here, Panels to Pixels podcast, that's where you're going to hear my voice.
0: And hopefully when we do Space Camp soon. Because we're going to be doing that on Adrenaline Cinema, which I would also like to plug to. I do that as well. It's my other podcast, Adrenaline Cinema Podcast. Uh, Basically, uh, the podcast just does anything that's uh, action, adventure, thrilling, fantasy, sci-fi, anything that gets your adrenaline going. Uh, Thriller, suspense, all that cool stuff. Uh, We will be covering Space Camp. I'm going to try to gather at least a good two or three other people. Just to do a round table to get that out of the way because I've been talking about it for a while, yeah. but I want to get it done. We'll be doing that sometime soon. And uh most recently, well, we did Big Trouble in Little China, and then I just recently posted The Lost Boys with Rima and myself from Strange Indeed on you need So listen to that one. We had a great time having we just had a great time having fun talking about the lost boys and uh i I said something a little bit strange too because you guys will be listening to it going wait mark uh the folklore is already there as soon as a vampire lets you in his house and you invite them in their your house you render yourself uh helpless helpless at that point And they are not going to succumb to it. So that's the one thing that both Rima and I forgot completely. So keep that in mind when you listen to it. And please don't judge us. (laughs) (laughs) It's pretty funny. But we had a good time doing it. And obviously a lot more down the pike. Jamie and I are looking, you you know, I owe it to her too. Because we made her watch Big Trouble in Little China. And she was not happy with it. But uh, we will be doing, like, Friday the 13th, a little bit more uh, horror-based stuff, a little bit here and there. I already spoke to Damien. Hopefully, we could get to do Explorers on uh, Watched It in the 80s and do something like that there Mm -hmm. on his podcast. He hasn't put anything out in a little bit of a while, so I'm hoping that we could do something jointly, or if not, just on his. On top of that, you could hear me on Fantasy Picks Movie Edition. And we covered The Last Jedi, so that was interesting. Uh, how could we fix that? Because, honestly, I was not a huge fan of it. Uh, neither was Ben, uh, Ben, uh, wow. Rob, <laughs> or Frank, or Patrick. So uh, we tried to get an idea of how we could fix The Last Jedi in a sense of making it appealing to everybody so if you could listen to that that's fantasy picks movie edition you could find that on the pirate core entertainment network as well so uh yeah you can hear me th- at those places uh other podcast recommendations steve you and i actually mentioned talkville and they came back yeah they're back um they're still around and they're still continuing their talk yep and uh i do like to promote them as well so uh you got michael rosenbaum and tom willing tom willing themselves they're continuing their talk about smallville so yep. as podcasters they could still do it just like uh you know kevin smith and mark menardin so <laughs> that's a pretty cool thing so as being podcasters they could even talk about the stuff that they did before which i think is pretty cool yep so but we mentioned feedback earlier so we're going to talk about feedback so with that uh, you could go to our Facebook group, which would be facebook.com forward slash panels to pixels. I usually leave an image of, you know, the episode. I did that for this particular episode. I We didn't get any feedback, but if you would like to do so, I will put out for episode two for season two of good omens. And then that way you could leave your, uh, your, your comments in a, you know, below the image. That way we could actually read them.
1: We are also on X. It's Twitter, folks. We're on Twitter. Twitter. I don't know. I don't know what's going on with X. We might be leaving it. Who knows? Um, but who knows? <laughs> uh, but we are on Twitter at Panels2Pixels. That's at Panels, the number two, and then Pixels. Yep. And you can
0: email us at Panels2Pixels1 at gmail.com. That's Panels. The two is spelled out T-O, Pixels, and the number one at gmail.com. and you could just type out a regular texted email, and we'll read it. And uh, if you don't feel like actually writing anything out, you have these nifty new devices that's out there called smartphones. You could actually record yourself and just attach it to your email, the voicemail itself. You could just be like, uh, I just recorded this. It's a WAV file, whatever. All right, I'm going to send it to Mark and, and Steve and we'll play it. And you could be part of the podcast and we'll play it and we'll comment about it and we'll have fun.
1: And then you could be part of the podcast. We are also on YouTube, which is we are on YouTube as Panels Two Pixels Podcast. So give us a thumbs up there, subscribe, and if you like listening to your podcasts uh, on YouTube, that's where uh, we'll be. Panels Two Pixels Podcast,
0: exactly, and we can be heard on Spotify, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, or whatever podcast player of choice that you use. Obviously, there are ratings and reviews available for those. Spotify, Apple Podcasts have them. I highly recommend uh, if you could give us a uh, review on those, that would be greatly appreciated. Uh, give something written out. That would be great because I just did that earlier today. I, I did a lot of the Podcastica stuff that I saw that was not there before. So I redid a lot of mine and gave them the reviews that I felt. And uh, Jason was really appreciative. And just to give a little bit of love to Jason and Podcastica. If that's how the these podcasts came about when I do Adrenaline Cinema or even Panels to Pixels. I've been doing this for so long. I get my friends. That's how Steve and I know each other mm-hmm. is through Jason's Patreon. So all you have to do is go to patreon.com forward slash Jason Cabassi. And if you want to join in that Zed Head group, which we call it because it was based upon The Walking Dead, you could join that. And it doesn't really take that much. It's only a little bit. So check it out on Patreon.com forward slash Jason Kabasi. And you could just join a group of people that love the same stuff. And then you get to interact with us like we always do uh, in general. But uh,
1: yeah, it's a great thing. But, and uh, finally, we are also on Instagram at panels two pixelspodcast podcast. That's panels. two pixelspodcast podcast, oh, yeah. all spelled out there on Instagram. You can leave us a message there as well, yeah, I've been promoting that too. I don't mm-hmm. know if you noticed that,
0: Steve. I've been yep, just I've, like, seen them. I've seen the posts, yep, yeah, I've been putting a lot more posts now. It's awesome. So and I do hyperlink uh, the episodes and everything else and any YouTubes too. So uh, if you guys really want to click on those, you can. So, uh, yeah, well, that was our show. That was fun. And uh, on top of that, we will be here next week. So uh, keep that in mind. So I am Mark. And I'm Steve. And same podcast, different panel, different pixel. And this was Panels to Pixels podcast. And we'll see you on the next panel. Good night, everybody. Good night.